Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Oh, we've got a wonderful show in store for you. I have a great guest in studio, which you guys know I really love to have our guests in studio. And we will introduce you to her shortly. But first, of course, we have our quotes of the day from uh, Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what they have in store for us today. First, from the universe. Sometimes understanding their fears helps you to understand their actions and their pain. Plus, understanding their fears sometimes help you to understand your own. Te amo, the universe. <laughs> we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe, reminding us about how much we can learn from other people and what's going on around us. Because ultimately, uh, you know, what we see in the world around us, what we see in the people around us, it is almost inevitably some reflection of something within us. There's some energy, some vibration that we're holding that um, causes that to be in our world. And, and I always kind of liken it. It's like two people can be walking down the street and one person can like uh, see somebody yelling at another person and the other person can be totally oblivious to it and see somebody helping somebody else. And, but they're both in pretty close proximity to each other. Why does one person see one thing and one person see another thing? And it all has to do with their energy. It has to do with, you know, what are we vibrating at? What are we focused on? What are we connected to? And so when um, this happens, so like when we see fear, when we see pain in other people, it's really about what are we seeing within ourselves? Because that pain really wouldn't bother us so much unless we had that pain somehow within us. That fear wouldn't bother us so much if we hadn't had that fear within us somehow. So when we can understand and, and see why is somebody fearful, why is somebody in pain, that really is, is a big lesson for us to understand um, what is going on within us, what is happening with us ourselves. So it, it's really a big lesson to understand that, like, you know, why is somebody in fear? Why are they in pain? Well, why are we in pain? Why are we in fear? And and that's ultimately um, what it all comes down to. Um, so it's a wonderful quote from the universe, just reminding us that, you know, sometimes understanding other people's fears really helps us to understand our own fears. And especially, I mean, this is a wonderful quote for today and where we're at and, and sort of just the general atmosphere because there's so much fear running around and being rampant. And a lot of people are like, I don't understand it. Why are people like this? It's crazy. And, and it's really, we don't take the time to understand well, how we, how do we hold that fear ourselves? Because it's out there in the collective unconscious, it's, it's within us as well. So let's see what Abraham has for us. It's not necessary for you to exacerbate your contrast with struggle in order to get it into a higher place. It is not necessary to suffer in order to give birth to desire. But when you have suffered and you have given birth to desire, so what? You've got a desire. Turn your attention to the desire. Think about where you're going and never mind where you've been. Don't spend any more time justifying any of that stuff, Abraham. A very great quote from Abraham because it really, uh, you know, this is something Abraham loves to get into, and that is that 
you know, yes, we experience contrast. Yes, we we experience struggle, and that contrast and that struggle launches, as Abraham says, rockets of desire that helps to clarify within us our our own desires by experiencing what we don't want. We know that much more clearly what we do want. But what Abraham here is really trying to say is like. Great. Stop focusing on the struggle. Stop focusing on the contrast. Once you have that rocket of desire, once you you have that clarity of what it is that you do want, that's where your focus should be completely and totally. Forget about the struggle. Forget about what it took for you to get to that point where you had this desire. Now it's time to focus on the desire. Because what happens so often is we get so caught up with the pain, with the fear, with the contrast, with the struggle, we forget that our focus really needs to be on what it is that we want, not what we don't want. And it's so easy to allow ourselves to kind of get sucked into what's going on around us and get sucked into that thing that caused us so much agony um, that we don't really focus on the fact that like this agony has brought us to a point where it's like now I know what I really want I want friends who are like this I want to surround myself with people who are like that I want to keep myself in a greater state of joy and health and 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 entertainment and fun and and gratitude and and because we're so focused on like this pain and suffering that's around us we forget to focus on the gratitude and that's what Abraham is saying it's like Great, you had that contrast, wonderful. You're more clear in your desires, marvelous. Let's stay there. Once you've gotten there, there's no reason to look back. There's absolutely no reason to give our attention to what is or what was in the past. We're giving our attention to what it is we want to bring into manifestation. We want to give our focus completely and wholly into what it is that we now desire so deeply in our heart of hearts. And that's really the key to all of law of attraction. You know, there are all these people out saying, oh, the secret of law of attraction is this, the secret of law of attraction is that. There is no secret to law of attraction. It's really simple. Keep your focus on the things that you desire. If you notice the people who really like manifest the most amount of stuff in the world around us, they're the people who have kept their eyes, their heart, their mind on what it is that they desired so, so much. And they kept their focus there persistently, consistently, and and with a a thirst and a hunger that would not allow them to veer off course. And that is what law of attraction is all about. Keeping your focus on that desire, keeping your focus on what it is you want to manifest. So two wonderful and and kind of related quotes from the universe and from Abraham. And, And always, as always, very, very apropos for our guest who we have in studio today. And it is my extreme pleasure. Give me one second, because just getting the Facebook live stream up. Okay, and it is my extreme pleasure now to welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour intuitive dowser, life coach, neurofeedback practitioner, and amazing healer, Hope Fitzgerald. Since her spiritual awakening at Findhorn in 76, ooh, Findhorn, that brings back memories to me, Hope has been a dedicated seeker of truth, healing, and wisdom. For 20 years, she's been opening her channel to higher guidance through intuitive dowsing and her spiritual coaching with this tool that has helped transform lives. In 2010, Hope received a series of visions, which we're going to talk about, a massive wave on its way to Earth, representing an incoming evolutionary push for the planet, which ultimately morphed into a standing figure eight made of flowing water. Um, and it is my extreme pleasure to welcome Hope to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Welcome, Hope. Thank you so much, Sam. It's great to have oh, you here. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. And I'm really happy we finally got our Facebook live stream working. I don't know why I didn't want me to, to, to record the quotes, but it's up and running now, so we're in good shape. 
So um, I'm just uh, curious. I mean, uh, you, you're like myself, a bit of an old timer when it comes to this stuff. Um, how did you first get on your spiritual path? How did you even know about Fintorn to go there? Mm, good question. <laughs> well, I, you know, in looking back, I realized that I have been on a spiritual path my whole life. I mean, when I was nine, I was begging my mother to take me to every different house of worship there was available. (laughs) I was reading the Bible myself just because I felt like it. Really? Yeah, and it it just seemed natural to me. Um, Wow. But, and it wasn't really fostered. I wouldn't say anybody Uh was saying, here, you know, you have to read this. (laughs) So I went on, and then my mom was a very forward-thinking person, very Uh, open-minded. Okay. So she was already talking to psychics, you know, when I was in elementary school. Uh, She did Est at the very beginning. Oh, wow. Yeah. She worked with... uh, Uh, Yeah, she did. And uh, she also... um, found out about meditation and Mm. she had me take a meditation course when I was a junior in high school oh my god yeah so I learned how to do that and then and and let's let's give a little context I mean you know today this may sound not that far out but we're talking 1960s 1970s yes I mean back then that was really unusual really radical Yeah, yeah really radical and you didn't really talk about it Right, exactly. Because if you talked about it, you were ridiculed. You oh, were yeah. like, "Oh, you're one of those weirdos." Yeah, you got a lot of raised eyebrows. Yeah, you know, she's gone off the deep end. Yeah, exactly. And so I, um, then she's the one who had a book on Fintorn, the Fintorn uh, Garden, and I just happened to pick it up. And uh, at the time, I was 21, and I read the thing cover to cover Mm -hmm. in one sitting, and uh, she came in the door, and I said, I have to go here. And she said, well, I'm going in July. You want to come? Oh, wow. And so that's how I went in 1976. Wow. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, I've never been there myself, but and I learned about it probably 1980. I I started to hear about it, and the stories of how they grew like watermelon-sized strawberries and you know how like praying to the plants and the divas and and really bringing a very spiritual practice to the garden like just created an amazing environment well i highly recommend reading the book it's had a reprinting with some new pictures in it the fintorn garden Mm -hmm. and it tells the story of how the garden was planted in sand literally sand this is a bit of sand that goes into the north sea it's northern scotland right nothing but seagrass grows there and by working with the plant davas and and interacting on the deepest level and by the way that was the first time that i heard a version of the law of attraction they called it the law of manifestation Ah. and they were able to manifest literally to the most specific detail what they needed that right, day, whether right. it was eggs or wood or right. manure, they would ask for it and it would come exactly as they asked. Yeah. And they had a rubber tree. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. I mean, you cannot imagine. And it's yeah. like being in, in Kansas where you look in one direction and it's all barren and yes, brown. Yeah. And then you look in the other direction and it's lush and the green. Oasis, yeah. It is. It, it, you re, it really does boggle the mind. Yeah, it does. It does, really. And like anybody who's like young or hasn't heard of Finhorn or like is new to all the spiritual stuff, really check it out. Finhorn Garden, because it, it is a real. Uh, a real history of like where a lot of modern day stuff comes from in the spiritual movement. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, let, let's talk about what happened for you at Findhorn and, you know, what happened afterwards. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is uh, Intuitive Healer, Hope Fitzgerald, and we will be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to, to 21st, 21st Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern Time here on talkradio.nyc. So Hope, uh, we just started to get into your background a little bit. So in, in 76, you went with your mom to Fintorn and experienced the amazing garden. You say that's when you had your spiritual awakening. What, what happened to you there? Well... I, up until that point, I had a pretty logical mind, and I would say mm. the logical part of me also continued on, but it, it I didn't realize until I was at Findhorn that it was actually barring me from fully experiencing a spirituality um, that doesn't make logical sense, let's put it uh, that way. Okay. And the energy at Findhorn was so huge and profound uh, uh. that... Every day in our classes, you could see like, almost like another soldier falling. You know, <laughs> everybody would go, "Okay, I can't take it anymore." You know, and they and they'd open uh, to the energy, and uh, it took me three days, uh, and then and then it just like it like cork popped out of my head, and and I went, "Oh my gosh, I see what I see now. What I've been missing, uh, I've had understanding." Of right, certain things, right. but you know the the famous Buddha quote: "The longest distance is from the head, head to, to the, the heart,", heart yes. and and it's that. Um, now I wouldn't say th- that was where I was then, and that was a huge leap, and that right. started a whole trajectory of learning and right. education that carried on very quietly, very right. under wraps because, right. of course, it wasn't fully safe. Right. Um, right. For decades, mm-hmm. and. Um, I like to think of enlightenment as it, it, I understand it now as not a destination Mm -hmm. that you arrive to and suddenly, you know, you understand all. I, I tend to think of it as a series of enlightenments, Mm. a series of understandings that you've been in a glass box Mm. and shattering that Uh, and then you you go on and you grow grow, grow, to the next box (laughs) and you always think you're done with boxes but (laughs) but no you're not really oh you got some thumbs up on that one yeah (laughs) so it you know that keeps us humble right right but um i i progressed along for many years and then uh, we moved to the Berkshires right. in Western Massachusetts, and I had uh, another series of uh, glass box breaking. Uh, and and then in 2010, which is sort of bringing us up to the okay, last... Just one quick question yeah. first. When did you kind of go public about this stuff? Because as you said, you kept it kind of under wraps for a long time. When did you finally like come out as as this healer after 2010 oh after 2010 oh okay so it wasn't until okay go ahead no so i i would do things and i i read tons of books i took different seminars and classes here and there as i could because i was raising a family um but in 2010, I had a very challenging year, very, very hard year. Um, mm. Family eruptions and, and very dramatic things happened, okay. requiring a great deal of my time and energy. And by right. September, I realized that all my tanks, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual, were on dead low. Oh. And I knew if I don't get some healing, mm. uh, I'm going to get sick. 
You know, mm-hmm. that's just what happens. Right. Absolutely. So I went out to the Pacific Northwest to Tom Kenyon. Ah, and he had okay. two back-to-back sound healing workshops, which he has never done before and never had done since. I oh, mean, wow. these, this was very special that mm-hmm. this happened. So I went out and I had these and my goal going into them was to, I always say, wipe my inner bowl clean, <laughs> get out all the detritus and, and really remove stories, right. lineages, this, this lifetime in particular, I, I wanted to be empty of all of that. And I didn't exactly know why, but I was on a warrior-esque path with this. I was so dedicated to it. So I went in and, and I had what I now would call a shamanic uh, initiation Oh, really? Through this whole time. I didn't know. Uh, I wouldn't have called, called it, that it that at the, at the time, time. But now with the perspective. That's yes, in. exactly. And on the very last practice of the very last day, I had had so many changes, so many uh, aspects of me burned and gone away beautifully. And I had one last question, which was to understand sort of the overarching reason for this very dramatic year that I'd had, you uh. know. I got my answer, mm-hmm. and I was so filled with gratitude and awe at how it had all worked out and how I had participated in setting it up mm, yeah. that I internally said, I, I am a willing vessel, do with me what you will, out of my gratitude and my surrender to this huge truth that I had just come to understand. Mm-hmm. And... So I came home delightfully empty for three days. Mm -hmm. And on the third day, I had a series of three visions. Now, I wasn't in the habit of having visions, (laughs) especially walking around in my living room. (laughs) In broad daylight. In broad daylight with my eyes open. No, that didn't exactly happen to me every day. I had had a lot of psychic experiences and things that had happened but, right. you know, this was definitely a, a, def, a different situation. Now, I will say that I had developed a pretty strong dowsing practice up to that point. Now, when okay. I talk about dowsing, I'm talking about, uh, you know, one can use a pendulum or one can use dowsing rods, L rods, right. they're called, or any other, there are other dowsing tools. Um, and I had become familiar with what I call dowsing rods, or what right. is known as dowsing rods. And, and they had really directed us to do some things that were not totally logical, but we okay. were strongly urged to do so. For instance, moving to Massachusetts, even though my husband uh. worked in Connecticut, and things that People would scratch their heads and did. I know they did. They thought I was nuts. But they said, no, you have to go and you have to go uh, in the spring of 2006. And they were insistent and what day to put my house on the market, what price to put it at. I mean, no, very, very specific. And so I was not in the habit of saying no at that point even. Uh, And this was a very risky thing. Uh, It turned out to be we sold the house at the very top of that real estate bubble it literally started to fall the next week oh my god and uh and then we here there we were in great barrington massachusetts we didn't know where we were going to live we we had a very interesting uh, situation. Anyway, eventually we were able to buy a property and build the, the dream house, which was for me uh, a green house, a meaning uh, eco uh, house. Right, right, right. And I was able to do everything that I had wanted to do um, for years mm-hmm. in terms of building a healthy and a, a ecologically conscious home. Right, right. And so we did that, and we moved in in 2009, and uh, and then the next year had this difficult year. Well, I had doused all of these things all along the way, so I was used to working with my guide team. By that point, I had started to have dowsing clients, oh, okay. and um, so that was a little toe out of the closet, okay. but um, I wasn't fully out. Uh, so let's catch up now. Uh, right. so, so I have these visions. The visions yeah. So I have this giant wall of water 
and it, it, it's it's hundreds of stories high. It's quite beautiful. It's turquoise, mm. and uh, it doesn't feel threatening. Mm. And there's a byline that goes with it, and it said this wave represents a push of evolution that is coming to the planet. Okay. If you choose to resist it, it life is going to be harder for you. If uh, you choose to swim or surf with this wave, then your personal evolution, your spiritual evolution will go much more smoothly. Uh, okay, end of that vision. Okay. Next vision, it's a cross-section of the wave from the sideways. So, okay. you know, when you see a curling wave that shows a surfer, surfer you know, right, right, right. So the byline that went with this was as the wave pulls away from the shore and deepens into the seabed to get its power, its energy uh, to create the cresting wave, right? Uh-huh. So you should leave everything you know, all our knowingness, on the shore. Go to the energy of the earth and the wisdom keepers of the earth, the ancient ones, the Mm. aboriginals, the Mm. Celtic, the various teachers, and, and the earth itself, and take that wisdom and mix it with this incoming push of evolution. And then instead of this letter C that the wave was making in Mm -hmm. its crest, just kind of falling down in the water, it curled around and turned into this standing figure eight made of flowing water. Ah. And it, it, there was no byline. Ah. And it hung out in front of my vision like this Uh for about three days. Wow. Oh my God. Did you think you were going crazy? I yes. Mean, <laughs> I mean, I just know, like, if that happened to me, I mean, I'd be, like, enthralled, but I'd be, like, questioning myself, like, do I need to check myself into a hospital? That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. And uh, after, so on the third day, I sat down with my dowsing rods, and fortunately, I've worked with them in such a way for so many years that yes and no questions are, are not the only way I can go with it. Oh, okay. And I, I realized that I get nudges you know, and, and how to ask things. And right. so I sat down with my rods and I said, what is up with this? And eventually what came out was that this, this figure eight had a name. It was uh, called the infinity wave. Okay. That it is a, an energetic, it, it's a living energetic. Mm-hmm. It is a 10th dimensional energy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is love and compassion at a very distilled level. So this is way above the energy mm-hmm. of our emotional abilities to feel okay. love and compassion. It's right. very distilled. Okay. And that's inherent in the water. Uh, and the purpose of this was to help us in our evolution. Uh, okay. In, okay. So, okay, that's all I knew. And then they told me that I had to create workshops about this. <laughs> and I said, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> about what? <laughs> about exactly. Your watery figure eight? What the heck? You uh, know? And then they subtly but kindly reminded me that I had declared myself a willing vessel. So, uh, <laughs> so I always say, be careful, careful what, what you, you ask wish for. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Let, let's hold it there. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, let's get into what the infinity wave really is all about, how people can use it and how you've worked with it to help people in their lives. Okay. Sure. Wonderful hope. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. And if anyone wants to call in and ask a question, our call-in number is 877-480-4120. Or on our Facebook live stream, if you uh, go to talking uh, facebook.com slash talking alternative, you can put a comment in the Facebook live stream and, and we'll talk about your comments. So everybody, please stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, 
policy and culture? Then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're having an amazing discussion with Hope Fitzgerald. So Hope, so you have this watery figure eight following you around for three days. <laughs> you get subtly reminded that you said, well, you said you'd be a willing vessel. Like what happened next? Well, um, as I said, they told me that I needed to create workshops uh, about this. Mm. And uh, I've, you know, I, I have some higher degrees in education. And so I know, uh, I, ha- I, I say that only because when you teach, and I had been a teacher, I'd been a mm-hmm. producer, I'd been a, 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 a theatrical person, I performed, uh, I was a singer. Like, so okay. I was used to leading, right? And right. Uh, so there was not a discomfort in that. Right. I, I also was used to pulling a, a course together that would hang together and make sense. Uh, okay. So when I was being told to teach about something, I had no idea what it was. Right. I was uh, justifiably um, not only terrified, but you know, <laughs> you know how how. I didn't like this feeling of not knowing. Right, right. Because right? you had to just kind of show up and be present well, and you're not really prepared. And I and I had to, I, I went ahead and I reserved a room oh. in December and the uh, we were told to have nine workshops. So the way it worked was wow. one weekend a month, January through September. Oh, wow. And, and the full workshop was three of those weekends. So January, February, March. Oh. This was all doused out. Okay. And uh, so I had no idea still when I booked the room, paid for it, you know, how do I even, you know, I had friends who were interested and they did sign up, thank goodness. (laughs) Um, Very trusting, wonderful friends. And uh, I had a very good friend who was by my side this whole time. Um, And what she and I would do was to sit down uh, once a week in the first three weeks of January, and I'd sit there with my rods and hope that something would happen. I, 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 and and sure enough, uh, I felt myself. I would feel kind of a pressure coming in, okay. and I would feel myself move to the side, uh, and then and there was this urge to talk. Uh, I would talk in a different voice. I would talk often quite slowly mm-hmm. uh, quite loud you know like have this mm-hmm. voice come out and um and what ended up happening was what came out were practices were guided meditations uh. and so i i thought okay i've got three guided meditations i have a whole weekend workshop mm-hmm. uh and i went back to Findhorn because mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't like I was walking around talking about spiritual evolution right. uh, you know before <laughs> any of this happened right, um, right. so I went back to Findhorn and what they had taught us there about Teilhard de Chardin and mm-hmm. his philosophies on evolution right. and I sort of cobbled together a framework for thinking about spiritual evolution but 
way down the line. You know, uh, a this energy, this infinity wave I was learning a little bit about mm-hmm. was a very futuristic technology. Okay. Not everybody initially at that time was going right. to get it, right. you know, uh, and but those who could would be drawn to the work. Uh, so I cobbled together this thing and I have to just speak a moment to what you said earlier uh-huh. about uh, did I think I was going insane? Yeah. You know, like you, all these books on my shelves were yes. about people who'd had these breakthroughs and these visitations and all kinds of very woo-woo out there things. By the way, woo-woo yeah. <laughs> in Chinese, that's the shaman of the village. The oh. woo- yeah. So that that's oh, a I real... Knew that. That's actually an oh, honor, that word. That is an Ooh. honoring thing. Oh. So I'm... Oh, wow. Now, yeah. That's like totally brings it a whole new meaning Right, to me. doesn't yeah. it? So, but there, these were, you know, I, I was acquainted with all these kinds of breakthroughs and instances that people, all kinds of people had had. I just never expected that I would be one of them. Mm-hmm. And so my rational mind kept arguing with the experiences that... <laughs> The other mind was having, and right and left, like going at it. Totally, totally. And I, I share this because at some point we make a decision mm-hmm. about who we're going to listen to. Yeah. Now all along, I'd be, I'd been listening to my guidance with my rods and and other ways, uh, religiously. I mean, not to use that word lightly. That I mean, very dedicated. Mm-hmm. And um, so when this big new activity was happening i found i was in another glass box and i needed to shatter the image of myself that i had had just a few short days before Before, you know or a week before and i had to keep shattering it as Mm -hmm. each new thing came in i had never thought of myself as a channeler and yet i was channeling Channeling, because these were not my thoughts my words and and actually the way you described it how you like stepped aside and this pressure comes down i mean i've interviewed so many channelers on this show and that's like a classic formula of what happens you get very small you get out of the way and the energy comes in and things start coming out of your mouth and you don't even know how it got there exactly and half the time I didn't remember. Uh, ah, so was you were a trance channel? Well, uh, no, I was kind of in an in-between state. In-between, okay. I could see the words coming down okay. before they came out of my mouth. Okay. And every now and then there'd be a word that I didn't like. Oh. And I, now and then I'd try to go and like take that word out. Uh-huh. No. Like what kind of, what would be a word you didn't well, like? Well, one word in particular was the word detonator. Oh, I didn't like that word. It was it felt violent, right? Ah. But no, uh, that word was absolutely precise and necessary mm. in that particular channeling. Mm. So I learned very quickly that I'm not allowed to edit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm an editor. I love right. to edit. Right? Yeah. So, wow. uh, so again, uh, more and more levels of trust yeah. and allowing. Yeah. And I say this because. Um, it was scary to show up with something that I didn't really know, that I didn't really understand fully, and to and to then lead a class uh, in that. And I did not want to be a spiritual teacher. I didn't think of myself as that. I'm really, a, I do feel like I am a guide, um, but I, but not the teacher, you know, in that head of the room kind of way. Yeah, yeah. So, so so let me ask you, because I want to move along because we're getting yes. short on time. Yes. So what happened in those workshops to your students? What happened to the people who showed up? Like, like how did they show up? And then what happened to them when they okay. left? That's exactly the, the thing I was going to say. Uh, they came in one way and they went out another. Okay. They came in, one was about to leave her husband. One had no work. Mm. Uh, one had a health problem. And they came out and that woman never left her husband. Uh, work came in the door and and i was able to track this and i did i stood back sort of you know with my scientific mind Mm -hmm. watching because everybody feels good after a weekend of meditating and whatever but this program 
looked to me like it had legs. Uh-huh. It would last from month to month. The okay. joy quotient went way up. Uh-huh. People started to use the wave in all the ways that okay. uh, we were being told to use it in these channeled practices. Can, can you give our audience just yeah. a little bit of an idea of what that means? Like, sure. how do you use the wave? It's, okay. a, it's a watery figure eight. What do I do with it? Okay, first of all, Trust your imagination. You okay. have to use your imagination, which is really our, our key to uh, other worlds. Right. And, uh, and try not to poo-poo it. Right. Um, so you can imagine using this energy of mm-hmm. any size. It can be microscopic. It can mm-hmm. be all the way to the cosmos. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can use it in your body, mm-hmm. for instance. Uh, if you have an ache or a pain, I've used it quite often with pain. Oh, acute pain you okay. just turn the volume of the water up make it run really fast oh, and then you just let it be you let it run and, oh, and you can okay. you use it in your heart to soften your heart these days especially yes. going back to the fear yes. that you talked about right. and the struggle the the heart tends to clench and get right. very tight you put a wave in there you put that figure eight in there and you just you don't you don't have to you know manufacture love and compassion it's inherent in the flow so you just let that flow work in your heart and sure enough your heart starts to soften you start to widen you can make it as big as you want Mm. and you start to expand and be able to tolerate some level of vulnerability even in the face Uh, of all the things that are happening okay so these are little ways to use the wave within the body and by the way if you're angry Mm -hmm. over something Mm -hmm. take the wave put it in wherever in your body that that anger resides Mm -hmm. and run it full tilt boogie Mm -hmm. (laughs) and instantaneously you will start to shift so uh, how about in your own life i mean as you're like teaching this you're learning about how this thing works obviously you're kind of being present it's coming through so it's all new to you too how did you use it in your own life that it helped you? Well, that particular example I was oh, just giving, yeah. I had a teenager at home ah. who was picking a fight with me one night and, you know, I, I took myself out of it, okay. went to my bedroom, sat down. I was, my, my belly was tight. I was mm. so mad. And, and then, you know, like I could have had a V8, I realized, oh, use the wave, dummy. Right. <laughs> so I put it in my belly and all I did was concentrate on that shape Mm -hmm. and letting the water run 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 like a rushing Mm. river and as i concentrated on that i noticed that there was another aspect of me that started to relive the conversation and and play the movie back and i saw where Mm. i had contributed to not a great conversation and then the next thing that happened was i started to see what i could say to make it better Mm -hmm. and then i started to actually find humor and the ridiculousness (laughs) of it all and when i opened my eyes my body was relaxed so the cortisol had stopped coursing Uh, through my veins which we as women need because it stays in our bodies for 24 hours so i was uh, I opened my eyes. I thought maybe I'd been there for half an hour, mm-hmm. five minutes. Oh, wow. Emotional 180 in five minutes. Wow. And I was able to go and talk to my child and set things straight. And we were both fine. Oh, wow. So that's one way to use it in the body. And I used it that way. I, I'm telling you that I have so many stories, but mm. uh through the course of those nine months, I learned so much. Hmm. I, I developed these nine. I They gave me nine practices, which okay. I used and learned about uh, over the course of the nine months. And by the end of that, I was convinced that this is a real thing right. and that I was not insane. I was still a little afraid, <laughs> but I was more confident that I that I was that this was something legitimate uh-huh. because so many people had so many transformations Transformation. and their joy went, went up. up. Wonderful. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Believe it or not, it's time for us to take our last commercial break of the show. Things go by so fast. So everybody, please stay tuned. When we come back, we'll catch up of like what's happened since then until until today. And we'll let you know how to find out uh, more about Hope and where to find her. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We've had just a fascinating, fascinating hour with my dear guest, Hope Fitzgerald. So, so Hope, the, all these experiences, the workshops that you did, that all started around 2010, 2011. It's now 2017. What's happened since then? Well, uh, at the Briefly. end, yes, I'll try to be as fast <laughs> as I can. At the end of 2011, I had a remarkable um, meeting w- just by chance with a woman who is very well known. And you know, I don't know if you know about the Telesummit world. And this is a oh, yes. call in or uh, Internet show where they, right. you interview people. Right. And it happened to be a woman named Jennifer McLean who had a show called Healing with the Masters. Um, and uh, yeah, I didn't know telesummits i never heard of them and i hadn't heard of jennifer but i met her she said she wanted to work with me i said sure not knowing what that meant for about a month i uh i didn't look at her card and then i went back and then i saw deepak chopra and wayne dyer on her Mm. show and i was like what is this Mm. well long story short she produced my uh, cds and mp3s of my practices what i didn't mention is that i play crystal bowls along with the practices i douse for which bowl wants to sing with each practice and i view the bowls as uh, living beings as well Mm -hmm. Um, so we're all working together in this thing and uh, so I got launched to the world. Now they had told me that this was meant for a wide audience. And here mm. I am living next to a sheep farm in Great Barrington. <laughs> and, you know, I'm thinking, how wide are you talking? You know, like to Pittsfield or that's, you know, yeah. um, but no, they said to the wide, to the world. And I had no idea how that was going to happen. So yeah. it happened with Jennifer and then many shows after that, yeah. um, So I have continued in my work. I have continued to develop new practices. I did a second set with her Mm -hmm. a couple of years later. I have uh, taken this into death doula work. Oh, Uh, wonderful. I also take people around the world to very powerful places, Uh, South Africa, Southwestern France, England, Ireland, Peru. I'm taking a group in, to Peru in September. In September? You know, I have to tell you, I know like about six people taking groups to Peru like in the next six months. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a very incredible place. And the thing is that how we can use the infinity way, we started mm-hmm. to talk about that. Right. It's really a communication device. Okay. Uh, you, first and foremost, I, I believe that every single person can go direct to source spirit, Absolutely. whatever you want to call it. Absolutely. The infinity wave is a is a communicator for that. Ah. So if you imagine yourself sort of in the apex of it, in the central part, mm-hmm. you run the wave down into the earth, you run the wave over your head, and you open mm. to this direct communication. That's one way to use it. You can use it interpersonally. It's heart to heart, and you can yes. do it with the other person being conscious and doing it with you, right, but right, you can right. also do it quietly and silently, which I love. So, And, you know, it's interesting because I have heard of other people talk about sort of the give and take of energy and imagining like this infinity sign between you and another person with you communicating, though this kind of adds that dimension of water in the visualization, which is different. Well, yes, it adds the, the love and compassion Passion, at a 10th yeah, dimensional yeah, level. Yeah. So, you know, 
you know what what you quoted in the beginning uh, yeah. was about uh, you know what you tend to where you're resonating is what you're seeing right. what's being fed back to you and and also the struggle mm-hmm. and re- releasing yourself from stories of struggle and yes. to moving forward yeah. so you know just the act of noticing oh I see this is what I'm perceiving on the street today right. you know I'm seeing things that are negative stopping running yourself in a wave of love and compassion which again you don't have to manufacture the love and compassion every act that you do of that lifts you up in your spiritual Mm. evolution Mm. and it changes your vibration because if you're giving yourself first and foremost a bath of love and compassion yes okay Okay, that changes all your molecules. Right. You know about how the quality of the water you drink affects oh, yes. your cells. Oh, yes. You absolutely. know, I only drink structured water. Oh, okay. And uh, because I want enlivened water enlivening my cells. Mm-hmm. And the water in the infinity wave is, is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. So just think of the fact that when we run this watery infinity between us, mm-hmm. we're actually saying the water in you is now connected to the water in me mm. with this high quality love and compassion. Mm. How could we not have a great conversation? <laughs> right? right, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, I don't ask anybody to believe this hook, line, and sinker. Right, I say, right. look. Just try it. Play with it. Right, have fun. Right. Do it with the checkout person. Yeah, Do it with yeah. the cab driver. Do it with your beloved other. Uh, Do yeah. it with your animal. Do it with the rocks, the trees, the plants. Yeah. Do it with the sun. Yeah, it's yeah. powerful with yeah. the sun. Oh, I bet, and the moon, and the moon. So and the earth. Yeah. yeah, and the earth. Absolutely, the earth. Oh yes, it's powerful. Right. So, so I mean, basically, I just want to just to recap and to make it very simple for our audience to just try and play with it a little bit. I mean, essentially, what you're saying is you're sort of in your imagination, imagining this this figure eight infinity sign made of water. And it, you pretty much can use it for anything. You can make it ti- the size of a cell. You can make it the size of a galaxy. And you can just imagine it between you and another person, between you and another object, or yourself in the middle, maybe between three objects. I mean, you can kind of just use it for anything. That's right. And okay. it's very simple. Right. I it's love it. nonverbal. I love simple things. I know, right? But that's the only way that we could have an energy that could, get, could reach everybody. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's there's no wrong or right way to do it. It's right. remember it's alive. Mm-hmm. So if you invite the infinity wave to dance in your life, mm-hmm. it'll show up in the way that it wants to be used. Uh, okay. You don't have to work so hard. So right. you actually kind of take take a back step from all this intentioning uh, because a lot of times when you when you're working with the wave, it knows mm-hmm. the highest and best. I have a great story, which I don't think we have time for, but I I did witness, and there was somebody else in the room who witnessed a 180 that a person did. I went from being in a, a frozen in a box, non non-communicating, mm-hmm. to warm and bubbly and in a really? nanosuncet once wow. I sent her a wave blast. And it wasn't me saying, you know, I wish you'd be more friendly. Right, right, right. I just went, huh, I don't like this picture. I want a different one. And out comes this wave. Mm-hmm. I didn't even control that. That's what was right, asked for. Right. And the person went, boom, and shifted. Right. Uh, it was mind-boggling. Wow. And that's wow. when I realized this is so powerful. I see. This is w- so powerful. What has been the biggest lesson for you in all of this? Oh, my gosh. In the exposure to this? Trust. Trust. Trust and faith. You know, yeah. trusting that we are co-creators. I'm not doing any of this by myself. I could right. not do right. this by myself, and I would not do this by myself. Right. Right. I I work with my guide team with the earth with the, all the elements i work with everything and right. that's what we're here to do right. to create a heaven on earth and and over the years that you've been working with it has it evolved or is it just yes. your, your understanding has evolved yes. and is it continuing to evolve yeah well the wave itself uh, the, the only way that I can say that i've noticed it evolving mm-hmm. is that it's more powerful now okay so in 2011, they said, okay, the, the wave is going to be, this push is going to be coming in over the course of the year. Right. And I have to say, I looked, because I understand the collective unconscious, I mm-hmm. looked in every 
rock store, crystal shop, you know, <laughs> co-op. Right. You know, I looked for the figure eight because I knew that I, it couldn't just be my own thing. Right. Uh, I saw nothing. Uh, 2012 January somebody serves me a cappuccino with that shape in the foam <laughs> oh that's and great like, well then I saw it on the sidewalk somebody spray painted it that starts showing up in packaging uh, it starts showing up in jewelry oh, and wow. it is now the number one tattoo for women really yes wow. so you know it got real in yeah, 2012 yeah. and it's been building ever since yeah. because the and we can look back and say wow life sure has gotten faster yes. things have certainly been been shaking up yes. since 2012 Absolutely. and it's not getting it's not going to stop right, right and so how we rise to all of these issues struggles etc uh, and and now we have a tool, tool. to right. do that with. Right. We can say, okay, this looks like a bumpy road. Yeah. I'm going to be in yeah. flow. I'm going to choose this love and compassion for myself, for others, for the whole nine yards, for the earth, for the whole journey. Yeah. We all chose to be here now yeah. for a reason. Right. Exactly. How does that show up? And trusting those inclinations. You know, right. this is why I use dowsing and I recommend others to do the same thing. Wonderful. To learn to work with your tool. Wonderful. Excellent. Excellent. So if people want to learn more about this infinity wave and about this practice, where can they go? Well, my website is www.we-infinity.com. We infinity we com. Yeah. Wonderful. And they can find everything there, how to contact you yes. in sessions and yes. workshops. Any events coming up? Any workshops coming up? I have up? a workshop uh, which still has some space left uh-huh. uh, first weekend of May in the beautiful uh-huh. Berkshires. Ooh. And uh, then I have this trip to Peru in September. Uh-huh. I'm going to be at the Dowsers Conference in June in Saratoga Springs teaching there. Uh-huh. And I'm doing a workshop at the Infinity Foundation outside of Chicago in June as oh, well. Cool, yeah. cool. Well, Hope, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for coming down and being Sam, here. Sam, thank you. It's been a joy, really. Yeah, thank wonderful, you. Wonderful, wonderful. And so just a quick announcement before we sign off. I want to uh, remind our audience that uh, today, April 27th, is the monthly meeting for the Conscious Business Collective. We are meeting tonight, 7 to 9 p.m. on uh, 25th and Broadway. Um, please RSVP and to get the address, go to our meetup group, which is meetup.com slash conscious dash biz biz dash collective and all the information is there please join the group rsvp um if you haven't signed up for our newsletter if you're if you are signed up for our newsletter look at the bottom of the newsletter the link to register is there thank you all for tuning in today next week i've got an amazing another amazing woman coming in um whoops rachel harris author of the book, Listening to Ayahuasca. This woman is um, a therapist who has done like seven years of research of ayahuasca usage in North America. Very extensive, wonderful book. We're going to have an amazing conversation next week. I hope you can join us. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will talk to you next week. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stCE Radio or Talk Alternative. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Talking Alternative. 
Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 